Hey guys, happy Tuesday, choose yourself. I'm so excited because today's episode is the first episode where I'll be having a conversation um, with a guest, but it's not just any guest, it is one of my sheroes, my beloved sister. And um, just reflecting over the past weekend and how we were celebrating International Women's Day, I thought I'd speak to one of the women who has shaped me and has inspired me um, for, for the longest time. Um, so, yes, yeah, so in the studio today, I have the one and only Linda <coughs> Wendy in debut. Yeah! Wow! <laughs> you even included my middle name there. I did because I want to get it correct. <laughs> Um, but I'm really glad that you decided, well, you didn't decide, I kind of bullied you into doing this. Yes, yes, I would like everyone to know that, but, um, thank you for having me, Shizzy, I I appreciate you welcoming me into your space. Into our space, yeah, well, I mean, for for those that don't know her, she is a creative genius, she does digital marketing for a few companies working in the agricultural and tech space. She's also an author. Last year, she wrote a chapter in a book called I Saw God Move. And uh, it's an amazing chapter about how she has become who she is and the various challenges that she's come across along the way, but more importantly, how she conquered those challenges. So I'm excited today. I haven't really figured out how I want to take and do this conversation, but I wanted to just have a chat with you about your growth. And there's so many things that this woman says to me on a daily basis that shape my decision-making and that actually give me a perspective, um, a new perspective on how to think about things. So I just wanted to talk to you okay. about, you know, you're in your 30s now. Wow, you're uh, putting it out there. Just putting it out there. Middle name, yes, age. Yes, they will find you. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think entering into a new decade, you know, 2020 and... You're a young black woman, you're an ambitious woman, but you're also a woman with so much heart and so much humility. Um, I thought I'd talk to you about just your journey of becoming and where you find yourself right now. So maybe we can start there. Where do you find yourself right now as a person? Um, and maybe you can kind of talk to us about that process. But it is it is a conversation, so don't I don't want to shoot questions at you. It is a conversation as she sips her water. It is a conversation. Um, and so I'm just hoping that you'll kind of just just flow with it. So where do you right. find yourself um, in your life right now? And what, what does that space look like for you in, in becoming and, and the journey of you becoming? I think, um, you know, especially at the start of this decade, I really had to reflect as to where it is I am in my life, um, spiritually, emotionally, mentally even, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think for the majority of my 20s, especially my early 20s, there was a lot happening in my life. And I think a lot of young people can relate to that because you're transitioning from teenagehood into becoming this young adult Mm -hmm. and you kind of have a world of freedom um, at your disposal, but you also have um, responsibilities, you know. And I think obviously for each person, the the dynamics of that is different depending on, you know, what type of family you grow up in, what your circumstances are at home. So um, I think... For a lot of my 20s, I had to um, just hit the road running and it Mm. didn't really give me, you know, a chance to just introspect and to think about, you know, who I am as a person. So I think the space that I'm in now in my 30s is a space of self-acceptance. Okay. And exploration, actually. Right. You know, I think, um, like I said, 20s for me was, it was pretty hectic. I mean, I lost... 
you know, family, mm. um, I gained family, um, the, the dynamics of what our family structure looked like um, changed, mm. you know. Um, that was happening all in my 20s. Um, so, yeah, for me at this very moment, I just think, again, I'm just in a place of exploring. And I think, you know, when we're younger, when we're in primary school, when we're kids, people always encourage kids to explore and to explore. But right. somewhere between growing up and having responsibilities and trying to just figure out what you want to do with the rest of you your lose life. It. You lose it. And trying to impress your parents and mm. all these things. You kind of lose the, the, the freedom to explore. Right, you know? right. And I had, to have, I had to have a real chat with myself because, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I really wasn't happy with where I was, you know, emotionally, mentally, um, you know, spiritually. And, mm. you know, I've just come to realize that in order to be in a space that you want to be in, a, a space that you're proud of, a space that you can, you know, breathe in, you mm. need to take steps to make sure that you get to that place yourself. Right. You know? I mean, I, I think, like, even talking about 20s, I mean, I'm in my late 20s now. Hello. Hey. And um, <laughs> I think it's like, what I read about being in my 20s and what I imagined it to be and the movies that I watched, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. and, like, it were absolutely nothing compared to, to what it really was. Like, the whole, like, wild and free, oh, yes. you know, you know, make reckless mistakes. Yes. That was not my 20s. All right. And, I mean, obviously, we, we've, we've shared so many moments of our life together and so the things that I say and the things that you say... Of course, I can resonate with, but I think even for people out there, like what you were told a certain phase in your life would look like, often it doesn't look like that. Yes. And I think so. So <laughs> I, I think you're quite right. Where if if you find yourself in a in a time where you are surviving or just making sure that you have the basics to get through every day, you're not exploring. You're not self accepting because that's not this, this is not the time for you that. Don't, you actually don't have no. You don't have time for that. For that. You don't have time for that. And and I think once you, you, you survive whatever you survived and once you get through everything you get through, I think then you have some breathing room to to self-accept. And, yeah, and kind of like, what definitely. does self-acceptance look like for me? Can I be honest with you? I think um, self-acceptance is actually uncomfortable. Mm. You know, when you have been in a certain mode or certain way of thinking for so long, you kind of become used to that, you know? Right. And... Um, Nothing lasts forever. We all go through certain stages of our lives. And sometimes in the midst of it, it feels like you're going through this stage forever and it's just never going to end. Right. But right. eventually, the, the, the storm that you're within yeah. does come to an end. Right. And eventually, there is a rainbow. Mm. But the, the tricky part to be, to be able to enjoy that season is to understand that the person that you were in um, the past season is not the person you need to be. In this very season. Right, right. You know, and that, I think for me personally, that was something that I struggled with because, you know, when you're in survival mode and whatever problem it is that, you, that you're going through, there's, there's a certain armor that you need to put on mm. to make sure that you get yourself through a particular type that problem. of time or yeah. that season that you're going through. Yeah. And um, when the season's over, you can't walk around with that armor anymore because it's heavy. Sure. So now you need to strip yourself of that armor, and that sure. that process is uncomfortable. I, I guess I guess the the process of realizing that who you were in a in a stage of difficulty or tribulation is not who you are now because you're not going through that anymore. Mm-hmm. And adjusting your perspective and your behavior to where you are now, and like not 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 holding so much onto 
what you were then mm-hmm. for that situation because you're not in that situation anymore. Mm-hmm. Like and and like you're saying, like literally taking off that that armor, taking off that kind of perspective, and I guess like even manner of doing things mm-hmm. and and leaving it where that season that situation ended and allowing yourself to become the person that this situation this season requires you requires you to be definitely definitely so like i think in 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 your experience you don't have to get personal but i I think what was that process like for you where you where you realize that "Mm, maybe this is my my past behaviors for that past situation don't really fit this situation in this season i think for me it was two things one um I was constantly tired. Sure. You know, emotionally tired. And eventually I had to get to a point where I asked myself, why am I, why do I feel like this? What is this feeling? You know? Hmm. And when you're in survival mode, um, you don't feel tired because you can't. Sure. You just need to keep on going and keep at it and keep at it. it. You know? But then eventually when you're out of um, that, that season, I think um, you can, you get to reflect and then you start realizing that actually I'm, tired mm. because i've been fighting and it's funny i mean we were talking the other day you know we were laughing about it but it's actually pretty serious because you were like to me you know i feel like your personality has changed so much you used to be so feisty you used to be like a rocket it really didn't take much for you to get heated in the moment and to pop off to like, set it off to set it off you know <laughs> yes. you were the first one to speak your mind yeah you know i still am right but, um now i understand in context it needs to be for the right reasons, reasons yes. right so i think the first thing for me was that i was tired and i needed to ask myself why am i so tired mm. and um and then obviously i had to take steps to understand that i don't need to behave in a certain way because it's actually exhausting me sure, and here's where the sure, second sure. the second part came in is that um i was constantly waiting for something to go wrong Ooh. when when everything was going right mm. You know, and I'm not, not to say that I've mastered this. I still, at times, look around and I think to myself, like, wait a minute. Why is everything so good all of yeah, a sudden? You yeah, know? yeah. Give me a problem. You know? <laughs> Give me something. Where's the storm? Yeah. You know? But sure. Um, sure. I, think, I think those are literally just ghosts. Wow. Those are just ghosts from wow. a past season, a past life. You know, I really do believe mm. that as people, we transition. And I, I you know, now that I'm, um, I'm turning 32 this year. Come on. So, you know, here. And she out here looking 16. <laughs> so, here in South Africa, we, um, there's a saying where people say that you finished the calendar. It right. means that you're literally so old that even the calendar does not have enough days. And no more dates there for are you. No more days for you. <laughs> right. So I've, I I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not going to refer to it as days of the calendar anymore. Right. Now I'm going to refer to it as chapters. Nice. So for me, this is chapter 32 yeah. of my life. And yeah. God willing, he knows what the last chapter will be. Right. So I'm right. currently in chapter 32. But I do think that ghosts from previous chapters mm. do try and um haunt you sure so those are the two things that i realized it's the ghosts and um you know also just being tired right and that's when i realized that no i need to put in i need to put in emotional work to make sure that i'm okay right and that that is so hard it's easy to wake up in the mornings and go to work and put in the work come home and you're exhausted 
you know, because you're telling yourself that you have to, you have mm. to, you have to. But sometimes when it comes to your emotional well-being, I don't know why, but for some reason we think that we don't have to put in as much work in our emotional well-being as we do with everything else in yeah, life. Yeah, you better preach that word. I, I think, I think for me, like, when when it's practically in front of you, like, I've got bills because I live in a house. Yes. And I have to, <laughs> I have to go places and I can't walk Everywhere I need to go, I need mm-hmm. transport, mm-hmm. which means I need money. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to work to put in the work to cover these things. I think it's like very tangible, practical, visual things. I think the reason why we evade emotional work, the reason why we can we can really try and live a life where we escape it, is because it's invisible. Mm-hmm. It's intangible. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not confronted with your emotional baggage or even your emotional requirement every day. You might have circumstances or incidents where where it crops up but you're certainly not facing it as much as i'm hungry Mm. there's no electricity you know i need to get to point a i need to get from point a to point b i I think it's easy to escape it and so back to your point i think the reason why we don't do the emotional work is because there are so many things that can distract you from doing it Mm -hmm. that you can spend a lot of time not doing it which is I, which I find very scary, actually, because you could literally be in an emotional state that is not okay for years, mm. you know. But you wouldn't be able to not work for years, right? You wouldn't be able to walk everywhere for right. years, right? Right. So right. I just think that it, it, True. we need really to set priorities um, straight, and I think. Um, Again, we've discussed this so many times, how the world does not prioritize emotional well-being as much as it should. Mm. You know, you go into Instagram, you know, and you just find the most preposterous ideas of what life should look like. Sure. You know, and not to say that you shouldn't have goals in mind. Of course, you can have goals. Of course, it's okay to to want things that um, are aesthetically um, appealing to the eye. Right. It's okay to want to live a life of opulence, but I think that there's a balance sure, to that. Sure. And, um, you know, if, if, if you were to have, if your life was a feed or your emotions could be d- depicted in a feed, what would those emotions look like? What would your feed look like? Sure. No filter, a completely balanced view, an authentic, genuine, realistic feed of yeah, your life. Yeah, of your life. What would that look like? Sure. So, yeah, I think for me entering this decade, there was a, there's just been a lot of reflection. Um, I actually spent New Year's Eve by myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, well, some people were out here with their boyfriends. We, we, we ain't gotta get into it right now. <laughs> some people were out right. on New Year's Eve with their boyfriends. On, ladies and gentlemen. I was, uh, <laughs> Let's move on. I was at home. Let's land this plane. Uh, <laughs> I was at home by myself. And um, I really enjoyed it because it really just gave me time to, th- to reflect, you know, and to just mm. really think about what it is that I want to achieve um, in the next 10 years of my life. Right. But not only, you know, in terms of career and, you know. Like, or, the, like the obvious, like, yeah, go-tos. But yeah. I really had to sit down with myself and think about what it is I want to achieve emotionally. Mm. And I sat... I think I, I, I started thinking about it like in the afternoon um, and new, the new year came in and I still wasn't done thinking about it. Sure. You know, I, I was strategizing, I was making notes, I was, 
you know, I was praying, I was asking God, what is it that you want from, what do you think it is that I need emotionally, right. you know, and I was talking to him about what I think it is I need emotionally, mm. um, but it actually takes quite a lot of work, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. a real, it's a proper exercise. I mean, I think, you know, in, in the process of, of reflecting and kind of journaling down what you, what you want and, and listening to, to your heart and to your spirit as well about like what you need to be focusing on. I think you get confronted with truths about yourself or mm-hmm. at least experiences about yourself. Mm-hmm. I think, um, for, for me exiting one decade and going into another one meant I don't, I don't know what the decade will look like. I don't know what this new era will look like for me, but I know what I don't want it to look like. Wow. I know that like, wow. I can't, I can't overwhelm myself with thoughts around like, what is it going to look like? What do I have to do? Why do I have to, like, I don't know that, but I, I can, <clears throat> I can say to myself what I don't want it to look like, what I don't want it to feel. And I felt like that was a lot more affirming for me because it didn't put pressure on me having to figure it all out, but it, it empowered me to be like, no, I don't want that. I don't want to feel that. I don't want to do that. And now that I know that for sure, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to be, but I, but I know what I'm not going to be. Wow. And for me, that's lo- like that's a lot more powerful. I feel like I can have a ground on that because I, I I've experienced. I feel like that's also a bit like, that's more authentic. Yes, because, because like, I, I've experienced what I don't want to be. Yes, and I think it's also beautiful that you've you've entertained those feelings. You know, sometimes yeah. we we will experience an emotion that we don't like or that's not conducive to our well being, but we don't face it mm, head on and look at it and look at it right. and, and deal with that. Right. You know? So right. I think big ups to you for actually saying what it is that you don't want. I think obviously there's only so much that you. Can forecast you know of course um i I came across someone (laughs) and they were just basically saying like don't ask me what it is that i want in the next 10 years i don't know Mm. you know and i think um the world would have it that wow okay well clearly he's not serious about life because i mean who doesn't know what they want in the next 10 years but like Mm. especially when it comes to emotions we change all the time right I'm not the same person I was in my 20s that not I am in my 30s. the same person you were yesterday. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I think it is very important that you can identify what it is that you don't want and, you know, how you don't want to be treated by yourself even. Right. Not even by other by people. By other people, right. What is it that you can change about the way you treat yourself? That's you right. Know? That's I think right. sometimes, you know, we just taught to prioritize other people and there's nothing wrong with prioritizing other people. There's nothing wrong with loving people. But I think if you can't get to a place where you are okay with yourself, I don't understand how you expect to pour out love on other people Mm -hmm. and how to be in healthy relationships. The the most important relationship that you need to be in is a relationship with yourself. Right. You know, and then after that, everything flows from there. And that's a big lesson I had to learn. Um, You know, I mean, I think it is maybe a talk for another day, but um, I just think... um, you know, especially in black families, you know, if you're the first to go to varsity, mm. you're the first child to work, yeah. you're the first child um, to contribute financially to the family, that kind of goes hand in hand with um, putting your emotional well-being and what it is that you need aside. Sure. You know, so, I mean, you were there, you know, right. I worked, I worked, mm. I worked, I worked yeah. like straight after... Uh, yeah, matric. I've yeah. got a job, and I've been yeah. working ever since. Right, you know? right. And um, that's the. I mean, I'm not the only one. I'm sure there are a lot of people that can that relate can connect to, to that. that yeah. You know, like we don't work 
it's not because you needed a, you wanted a holiday job it's because you needed one you know right. what i'm saying <laughs> girl you better go to work you better work yeah you know yeah but i think i i learned a very unhealthy um um habit right in that and that was not to pay attention to what i was thinking mm. and i did that for the longest time i just i neglected myself emotionally mm. you know and now i'm at a point where i'm kind of I've reintroduced myself to myself. Sure. You know, and sure. I've reintroduced what it is that I want and my dreams to myself all over again. There was a stage when I was younger where I used to dream a lot, you know. Mm. Um, but that kind of just died some way. Sure. You know, in when the, you, midst, in of the midst of prioritizing mm. and growing up and responsibilities. And I, I've kind of made a promise to myself that in this decade, I'm not neglecting myself sure i'm not going through another 10 years of that wow power power i I think you know it it is important to talk about it and and i i do want to talk about it because um you know celebrating international women's day and even celebrating you know international women's month Mm -hmm. i think there's so many different women and even for the gents listening that have sisters mothers daughters whatever the case may be you can also learn from these, from, from your lessons and learn from what you're saying that it's, yes, it's Women's Month. Yes, we're celebrating International Women's Day, but the lessons are not just for women. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, no, definitely it's not, not. It's not just, you know, but you, you're talking about your experience. Yes, as a woman, as a black woman, but also as a person, oh, you yes. know. And you, what you speak about when, when, you, when you mentioned how, you know, being able to love yourself and to connect with yourself and pay attention. Because then you won't really be able to love somebody else because you don't have a reference of yourself. Uh, how to love yourself. You know, how you love yourself is your reference. Mm-hmm. I think it's also about receiving love. Like, sure, you might be able to give love and having not really loved yourself. But can you receive love if you've oh, never yeah. loved yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. can, can, you be, can you be kind to yourself? Because sometimes we can be kind to other people. We can love other people. But, but allowing them to love us, allowing them to be kind to us becomes a bit of a difficult thing. Being kind to never, yourself. Because we've never been kind to ourselves. Yeah. So we don't know what it looks like when somebody's trying to be kind to us. Yes. When somebody's trying to love us. When somebody's Definitely. trying to give to us. You know? Definitely. But I, I think the, the other thing that you mentioned, which I found so interesting, and, and I'd like to talk about it a bit more, is like that transition from first person to, to go to varsity, to get a job, to give back to my family. And how it's so real because there'll be people listening to this conversation that are the first in their families, that are the first in their world. And it's hard because you've got people that you love and you want to be there for them and you want to support them. But then at the same time, you're neglecting yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and like, how do we, how do we balance that? You know, and I remember there's one thing that you said to me about saying, no, this is how much I can do. Mm-hmm can't do more than that mm-hmm. and i think that's that's a very good lesson and i was hoping that you could talk a bit about like that that process of setting boundaries like mm-hmm. even the, with the people that you love i think that's a very difficult thing to do because sometimes look i think when you when you say no someone is bound to get offended sure okay and um you need to be okay with that that there's a possibility that i'm going to offend the person that I care about when I'm te- when I say I, I won't be able to do this, you know, and I think it even goes to self. Sometimes you need to say no to yourself. Mm. I mean, I have to say no to myself first before I say no to other people. Sure. You know what I mean? But I think, um, 
I think there's power in saying no. There's power in setting boundaries because the flip side of that is you resenting and hating everyone that you're sure. doing everything for. Wow. And it's not necessarily their fault that they keep on taking because you keep on giving. Mm. So they... Yeah, you never said no. You never said no. So in their mm. minds, you're okay. And sure. you're sitting here getting angry because you're like, why can't you see that I'm not okay? But you haven't stopped wow. giving and giving and you're exhausting yourself, but you you just carry on exhausting yourself and you're not allowing yourself to recharge. So I think the biggest advice that I can give to people that are in a situation where they do need to be the first and contribute and, you know, potentially be the breadwinner of a family, Mm. you know, is to make time for yourself. Sure. You know what it is that makes you feel good. Mm. If you don't explore that, right. But make time for yourself. If it means writing poetry, if it means taking a walk, if it means, you know, having a picnic, um, do that. Right. Do that. Right. Do that. And I think, um, you know, your loved ones will also understand if they, if they do care about you, you can, we'll sit them down and tell them that it's not, I'm not saying no because I hate you. I'm saying no because I need to be a better person. And a part of me, for me to be a better person, I need to set boundaries in place so that I can be a better person even for you. Right. Because, and it's true, like you mentioned the flip side of not doing that and about hating people that don't even know you're tired mm-hmm. and being and and really harming relationships with people because they don't even have the full story mm-hmm. and and sometimes because because the argument is like but surely if they love me they'll be able to see sometimes i think people are, are in such a survival mode the survival mode you spoke of earlier the the desperation mode that you spoke of earlier that they might see that you're tired and not perceive it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually like they can't take that, that thought forward. Mm -hmm. So I see she's tired. Okay. That means I need to stop asking her for this. Yeah. They can't, they can't make, they can't join these two things. Mm -hmm. They can't draw the dots. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They can't, they can't connect the dots. They can't say, okay, cool. If she's this tired, maybe she's doing too much. Let me stop asking her. Let me take a so, step back. So you're right. In, in, like, in the process of, of finding your voice and being able to you articulate, I can't do this. I think also, I mean, even in our culture, in Kosa, there's a saying, you know, if, you, if you're if tired or you're going through something, someone right. will just feel like, Nyamazela. Right. And that means, basically, it means keep it together. Right. You know, right. just keep it together. It doesn't matter how tough. You could be bursting at the seams. But sure. keep, it keep it together, together. Keep, it going. keep it going, you know, and look, I do believe that there are times where you just, you do need to, um, stay grounded and stay strong. But I think there are also times where you need to unravel and you need to just mm. let go and you need to just, you know, embrace whatever emotion it is that you're going through. Right. And I think not embracing how you feel that is dangerous because that's when, depression comes on sure you know you start experiencing depression yeah you're not happy yeah. you're absolutely exhausted you, mm. you know um yeah and and I, I think as well that that's also where you know you speak about being strong like you end up dying because you were being strong mm. you end up wilting mm. past the point of 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 restoration 
because you're trying to keep it together. Oh boy. Yeah, you you're trying to keep it moving. Oh boy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you you were keeping on for too long. Yeah. To the point now where there's no redemption. We can't revitalize you. We cannot revive you mm. because you are too far gone. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, as 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 a black woman and being raised by a very strong black woman, that's one of the lessons I had to to kind of really receive and and let sink in from the past decade going into this one. Mm-hmm. That like, yes, I was raised by a strong black woman, but she didn't have to be strong all the time. Mm-hmm. What would it have looked like if she if she said, "I'm tired." If she said, I can't, Mm -hmm. you know, and you speak about mental illness and, and, and all of the different, you know, things that can happen to a person's body, their psyche, their mental health in the process of trying to keep, keep going, Mm -hmm. keep doing it, keep running, be strong, you know? And I think for me, I've, I've, in observing you and, and, and being privileged to observe you, I think one of the things that like I've accepted for myself is I'm not going to do that. I don't have to be the world's definition of a black woman, mm. like a strong black woman. I don't want to be strong today. I'm tired. Mm. You know, today I'm I weak. just want to be a black woman. I just, yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to be your, your description of what I should be. Even as a millennial, I don't want to be hustling. Mm. I don't want to side hustle today. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't want to be on every platform. I don't know. You know, at work, like what's what's the millennial phrase? I don't know what the millennial phrase is for this. <laughs> Just take the picture. Like I don't I don't I don't want to like live according to your description of me to the point where it kills me. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like I'm so living this the story and the description that you've put on me that it's killing me. Mm. I don't want to keep it going. You know, mm-hmm. today I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Today I don't want to do this, you know? And I think when when we start having those kinds of conversations and when we start seeing each other living in our truth, then I think we will start changing the narrative that yes, she's brilliant. Yes, she's black. Yes, she's strong. But today she's tired Mm -hmm. and her being tired today doesn't undo everything that she is. Yes. Maybe I need to make some space for who she is today and not put my narrative on her every single day and expect it to be like that every single day. When she says I'm tired, I can hear her. Mm-hmm. And I can make space and room, you know, for, for that, you yes. know. So I really, I really appreciate your word on that. I think as we wrap up this conversation, um, which kind of makes me sad cause it's been so awesome, but, um, I think just maybe if it's, if it's just one key thing, one tip that you would give somebody who resonates with your story so much, I mean, you've said so much, you know, I think asking for a tip is another tip is, is kind of greedy, but I know that there's, there's so much in you. I think what would, in, in freeing your mind, in getting to know who you are, in self-acceptance, like what do you think for, for where you are right now is like that, that summary clue, that summary tip that a person can, can kind of hold on to? I think um, the, the, the biggest tip I can give to anyone listening is to be kind to mm. yourself. And when you sit and think about what it means to be kind to yourself, you can actually go deeper and find exactly what it is that will allow for you to be kind to yourself. Right. You know, this morning, um, so after doing my hair, I brushed my hair and, um, she got a, she got a pop and Afro (laughs) (laughs) y'all. So I brushed my hair and, um, I brushed my teeth. And I had a moment where I was just looking at myself in the mirror. Okay. 
And I think I've told you I've done this before, but I've started doing it again this week. I just smiled at myself and I waved, Hmm. you know, and I started giggling because it's like, are you really waving at yourself? Sure. But if you think about how many times have you waved to people that you don't even know your whole life, Mm. your whole life. Can you count how many times you've waved and smiled at yourself? Yeah, no. Yeah. And I'm not in, talking about selfies. Right. Okay? I'm talking yeah. about an actual Ooh. smile. That's a good distinction right there. Because yeah. you're not smiling to look good for other people. You're smiling. that's what's happening in a selfie as well. Yes. Like, I, I'm smiling, but I'm smiling to look good. Yeah, exactly. I'm smiling to pose in a certain I'm way. I'm smiling to be accepted by a, a specific audience. Correct. To, to the point where your selfie wasn't even about yourself no more. Exactly. It, sure. sh- it should be a demi. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. the point is that, you know, when, when I strip kindness down to the most basic form, for me, it looks like looking at myself in the mirror and smiling. Sure. And waving at myself. Right. You know, and building on from that, you know, mm. leaving the bathroom after smiling at yourself and making yourself breakfast. What is it? That will be nutritious for me to mm. eat. Not just grabbing a box of Cheerios. No offense, I know you love Cheerios. Right. <laughs> but not just grabbing the Cheerios out the, the pantry sure. and pouring them in a bowl of milk and eating them quickly because you need to get going. What, sure. what do I want to eat? Well, today I feel like having, I don't know, poached eggs or an omelet or whatever the case may be. Right. Because that's like what it, slow down. Slow down because that's what I like. So I'm being kind to myself. So I'm therefore I'm going to make myself what it is that I like. Sure. You know? So when people say be kind to yourself, really strip it down. What does being kind mean in physical action? Right. To, to the most basic, form. simplest form exactly. of genuine kindness. Exactly. And even if you, in the beginning it will feel weird being kind to yourself because mm. we're not accustomed to that. Especially if you've been in survival mode, you don't have time to be kind to yourself. So when you do things like looking in the mirror and smiling, it does feel weird because you're like, what the hell am I doing? Right. But I'm not going to stop. And even tomorrow morning, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you better smile, girl. And smile at myself. Right. Because guess what? I love myself. Amen. I love me. Sure. And that is what it means to be kind to self. So right. my tip for this decade, for the next 10 years, just be kind to yourself. And I promise you, everything will stem from that. I mean, even if you look at your career, what is it that you want from your career? Right. Don't think about, you know, what your parents are going to think or what, how people are going to perceive you. If you have, what does it mean to have a career that is, is good, feels good to you? Be kind to yourself in every aspect of your life, your career, emotionally, spiritually, right. physically, right. mentally. Right. So right. my tip is to just be kind. Wow, I'm so blessed to call you my sister. <laughs> I'm blessed to and, call you my sister. And, and, and it's been a privilege to be with you today. I think oh, thanks, it's just been so eye-opening and um, it, it really has created a new perspective in my mind and I, and I hope the mind of you who's listening today. Um, so it is Choose It, Choose Yourself. And I guess the hashtag is be kind to yourself. You know, yep. just be kind yep. um, in this new decade and, and starting with today. Like she said, what is the basic, most simple form of kindness and the act of kindness that you can do for yourself today? Have a cheese and cheese yourself, guys. Next week, I'll be interviewing another guest, but I'll keep you guys updated about that throughout the course of the week. Have a cheese and cheese yourself. God bless. Be kind to yourself. <laughs>